You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. Finnish football show. I'm Mark Wiltshire. Today we're here with a Euro 2024 qualifier preview and I'm joined by most of the Finnish football show team uh, in order of when they appeared on my screen. Keke Muleri. Hi Keke. Terve. Ali Manson. Hi Ali. Moika. And Rich Nelson. Fresh between two night shifts. Hi Rich. Hey. Good to good to see you all. So we're we're here to look at sort of the third round of qualifying pictures for Euro 2024. Finland's Hulkajad are travelling to Kazakhstan before facing Denmark at home in a really finely balanced Group H. So we're going to talk you through both of these fixtures. Um, look at what is a pretty familiar looking Finland squad and. We've even done some research into the opponents, so uh, we'll let you, listener, be the judge of how effective that research was. Um, also, we'll have a quick catch-up on the Vakehouse Liga, because Rich and I were here last week looking at, at the recent accent, action there. Um, the final round of games was played, and uh, we'll, we'll look at where where everyone sits heading into the the final part of the season, the where the where the, the table splits. So there's the referee's whistle. Um, Rich, why don't you just give a bit of an overview of what's been going on in the Vakehouse League? Uh, yeah, so the weekend just gone on Sunday. It was the final round of the regular season. So each team has now played each other twice. So it's been 22 rounds and the table will split into the top six and the bottom six. So it'll be the from uh, Championship Group and the Relegation Group. Um, the final placings, uh, so we'll, we'll put the table in the note, but uh, Hoiko drew with Cups on the final day. So Hoiko are leaders now. And the way that the fixtures for the next two rounds work is that that will also be the final round of the Championship uh, Group. All these words. <laughs> um, but the, the basically the prize was to have that, that as a home game. So Hoiko will host that. Uh, I believe it will be the first weekend of October, but we're waiting for the fixtures to be confirmed. Uh, that will be Tuesday as we're recording, although the format's already been decided. So uh, the final round will be Hoiko against Cups, Asiko against VPS, uh, Honka against Inter. Uh, and then, say, VPS won the 10th game in a row yesterday against uh, Mariham. They're now two wins short of equaling the Vakehouse Liga record uh, of 12, which is how you call, I think, in 2017. I think it might have been. I've got it written down somewhere. Well, but, I, I um, wouldn't the, bet against them right now. No, no. And so I, I can't remember the exact layout of the, the next couple of fixtures, but they're, uh, they'll be playing away to Asiko on the final day. So a uh, nice little derby for you that there, Mark. Will be, that will be tasty, where by that time, Asiko would have slipped down to sixth and VPS <laughs> will be pushing for second, probably. Yeah, well, I mean, as, as the table shows... Um, Hoiko finished six points ahead of Asiko, and Asiko got three points out of a possible 18. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
who knows how things would have changed. Um, and then, yeah, so Honka and Inter took fifth and sixth place. Asiolo, who at one point were threatening to make the title a four-horse race, dropped into the relegation group. I think they won one of their last seven or eight games uh, and looked generally quite shambolic. So, I, I, I've um, discovered by fiddling around with the, the league table on the Vakehouse League website that you hmm. can select kind of recent form i think maybe i mentioned this last week and mm. yeah you look at it's it's olu and ashikor right down there near the bottom of the the form table over five five seven eight games yeah. it's there they're right down there so um it, it, i wonder if that's if that shows that olu were right to sack their manager because their form had been so bad or you know if it stayed could he have just kept them in that top half yeah, i think things things will start and they go wrong anyway. I think. I mean, they let the mm-hmm. best player go, and uh, and that. And I think the reason he left now, rather than the end of the season, which was agreed, was because results were so bad. But I think if he hadn't said he'd be leaving, he, he, they wouldn't have sacked him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'd done so well from over the last couple of years that that he'd he deserved at least that. But um, but yeah. So they're then having the relegation group. Uh, I think it's seven points ahead of Hacker, who are eighth, and the way that the league goes is that if um I think it's if Honka w- or if Honka win the Sorman Cup at the end of September, the European playoff place drops to eighth, which means that Olu and Hacker on form anyway, this this would change. But um yeah, so the teams in seventh and eighth would play in the playoffs. <laughs> Sorry, Woody's just coughed. Um and then you've got uh Lati, Ilves, Gotepe and Mariham making up the rest of the uh the bottom half, and there's now, let's say the, that that little group's quite close. But uh, Maraham, oh, there's now a five point gap for them at the bottom, so they're now starting to be somewhat adrift of the rest of the group. I think you said the name Honka twice. We had complaints during the week that that the last show was good, but we didn't talk about Honka enough. Yeah. So, would each of you like to say the name Honka just to keep up the quoting? Keke, Honka, Ali, Honka, Rich. Honker. I'll have a honker as well. Now, mm. that didn't tell much about the team. And they are in the Swarman Cup final and they are in the top half of the table. So as we as we get towards the end of the season and start to look at what's been going on, surely we'll be saying that hallowed yeah. name one more yeah. time. We'll, we'll do a cup final. We'll do something for the cup final. Yeah. Anyone got anything song? particular else to add to Rich's Vakehouse Liga? summary or should we crack on with what's going on this week uh, only just to say that Hoya Corp managed to get into the Europa Conference League group stage which obviously means a little bit of yeah. dollar um, and six extra fixtures uh, that should be quite fun to to watch whether you're of the Hoya Corp persuasion or not not <laughs> um, it was it was a a good achievement. And the group for Hoyko looks quite. Um, it, it's a nice mix. I think we've complained before of. I mean, the previous conference league group, there weren't any teams with any real profile in Finland or or sort of mainland Europe. So um, so it's nice. They've got Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, Aberdeen, and Pauk from Greece. So uh, it will. Um, it will. I'm sure we'll talk more about it nearer the time. But I think it's good for them. It's nice to. And and it keeps them busy for six six weekends. <laughs> the, the title will be wrapped up by I think by match day four. So um so yeah, but uh, yeah, again, good good for them, good for the old coefficient, and um and good for the sort of profile 
and uh, yeah, they'll get a few quid out of it, especially if they pick up some points. Yeah, good point. Ali obviously needed the Hoy Eagle fan to remember that that, that actually achieved that last week because it was a good good to uh, to keep in the group stages as much as that really sticks in my throat. Um, all right, let's let's move on and look at these upcoming fixtures. Just as a reminder, two games um, in the next week: Kazakhstan versus Finland in the Astana Arena in Astana. On Thursday the seventh, this is at five o'clock finish time in the afternoon, which has upset Lady Sutu because she's starting an art class on Thursday at six o'clock, and she's furious. She's got to miss the second half. But I told her, you've chosen your course. You've got to go and study. So yeah, five o'clock. It's actually really nice because these ten o'clock or or nine forty-five kickoffs over here are a killer. Not only staying up, like keeping your eyes open. But then the next morning when the alarm goes off at 5.30 to start work at 8, it's brutal. Um, that's then followed up on Sunday the 10th with uh, Finland versus Denmark from the Olympia Stadion in Helsinki there. And that's at 7pm. So that's also quite nice and also lets people travel back home after the game and get home at a reasonable time as well. So uh, put in the um, in the blog post the links to where you can watch both games on Ule Arena if you are in Finland or if you've got your VPN going. Um, I tell you what, Ali and Ali and Keke have, have done a little bit of digging into the opponents, but Rich, would you like to just talk through the squad a little bit and and any anything notable? I said in the intro that it was quite a familiar-looking squad. Not many changes from last time, but... Um, yeah, I think um, the, the main conversation piece was the addition of Kevin uh, Kouasevi Benetan, who we talked about. Uh, did we, we mentioned him briefly that he'd threatened to, or well, I say threatened, he'd been offered the opportunity to represent Togo, which is where his dad's from. Yeah. Um, and mysteriously, River has now called him up to the Finland squad. Um, now, I'd had some <laughs> conversations on social media be- before this about the, the whole opting to play for Togo thing. I think he, I don't think anyone really saw him being... I mean, he's he's a good... He's done well for Hoiko pretty much over the last year or so. Um, the European game, was it against Mould or Carabag? I think he got sent off uh, in the in the home leg there. And, I mean, he's, he's good, but is he any better than what Finland have got? The plethora of wing-back options that they already have. I mean, we've, we've talked ad infinitum around that sort of wing back there isn't one player there who's nailed down either flank quite frankly um but he's in the team and if he gets a minute of a competitive international he's finished for life well actually actually rich i heard something different just this evening that the rule is you have to play no more than three competitive games for a country and this was being Uh, talked about in in um in relation to evan ferguson at brighton who's played three times for ireland but could yeah, but still I, be nicked. Yeah, but this is a European qualifier, so this is different. Um, is it? Na- Nations League, I don't think Nations League counts. Really? Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, Euro, Euros, okay. It was always Euros and World Cup. Uh, right, qualifiers. okay. Yeah. Um, Nations League are effectively organised friendlies. Uh, very um, organised and very competitive friendlies. Yes, yes. But, um, but okay. uh, Euro qualifier counts. Um, 
So you can change nationality, but not if you've played a competitive. And it depends on his age as well. I think because he's, he's what is he, 25? 20, 24, I think, I think, yeah. 24, yeah. So I think that there's an element of age there as well. So Ferguson, right, okay, because, okay. because Ferguson's under a certain age, he's, a, he's allowed to do that. Um, there could have been some pedantic character listening to the show saying, arguing with you. So I'd just like to put myself in position position of that pedant. Yeah, and, uh, I think because he's over a certain <laughs> age and, and because this is effectively a competitive game. Um, so, yeah, so, and Togo, nowhere to go. Um, but other than that, I think the squad is fairly, other than the, the injuries that we, we knew about, players like um, Suhonen still mm-hmm. out with a, a fairly long-term injury. Um, and a couple of others as well, but the squad looks fairly, fairly what, what we expect him. I and mean, Rob yeah. Taylor's there, um, Buki, Boyan Palo, L- uh, Lod's out, of course, but um, we've got Niskanen and Sinisalo who have been suitably reassured by Rive that playing for Exeter City and doing very well in League mm-hmm. One is um, is no barrier to them getting in the squad as long as they're playing regularly. Uh, Daniel Hawkins, Patrick Hero from San Marino's there. Um, he's a, I mean, he's had an operation in between these two call-ups. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. he's uh, he's done well to sort of get back back from that. But yeah, it's good to see him. What was yeah. the operation, Kiki? Um, it was on his body somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't touch the good side, to, so they didn't go good, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> right. Well, then we'll see. We'll see if he's uh, bandaged up anywhere when he when he. If he plays in the next yeah. week or so. Um, um, and then we've also got uh, Glenn Kamara, who's moved to Leeds United, went through at the end of last week yep. and mm-hmm. made a, a brief cameo at the weekend. So he's now, um, so he, I mean, he would have been in the squad anyway, but I think, I, I don't know if seven minutes as a Leeds substitute is sufficient match practice for him uh, to start, but I'm sure he'll start at least one of the games this mm-hmm. weekend. Okay, all right. Let's let's take a look first at the um, Kazakhstan squad. Um, Keke drew the uh, drew the short straw by dint of the fact that Ali put his hand up first and bagged Denmark. So, Keke, what can you tell us about Kazakhstan players, current form, anything just to give us a little bit of an idea how this might go? Well. The short answer is their current form is absolutely fantastic. But just um, a little bit about the uh, about the squad because that won't take long at all. They're um, they're almost exclusively playing in the in the Kazakh league. Um, I mean, there's a few few taken from FC Astana, who mm-hmm. who people who follow the, you know the, the European scene will will have heard of. They've been in various European competitions and and had one or two results. But yeah, there's there's quite a few taken from from the Astana side there's a couple literally only a couple of guys who are playing their football outside of Kazakhstan and that's one fella who's at Besiktas and um and another one who's at, um Zenit St Petersburg if um yeah I don't know exactly who they're playing or what's going on over there at the minute mm-hmm. but um but yeah there's there's one of them's playing um, playing over there but as I said apart from that they're all they're all Kazakh based the um the coach is a Russian fella um, I had a little little look at his previous career. Um, nothing that, that sort of really stands out. But the the real story is their is their current form because it's been literally sort of outstanding, especially for this um, this qualifying campaign. I mean, they're uh, they're second behind us in the table, but literally 
only on goal difference because of that fantastic win we had over over San Marino. Um, they beat San Marino themselves in San Marino, 3-0. I mean, uh, which is a, a decent result. The standout result was their, their home victory over Denmark, 3-2. Obviously, we spoke when the, when the group was first drawn that Denmark would be probably the, the favourites for the group. And then, yeah, they go to, go to Kazakhstan thinking, who are these part-timers, I suppose, we'll get a result here. And they end up getting turned over 3-2. Um, and then Kazakhstan went to Northern Ireland and got a 1-0 win there as well. So it, it seems that they, you know, they know how to win. They, they seem pretty organised. They've, um, they've, they, they, they have got one loss. They lost to Slovenia at home in the first, first game of this, this qualifying campaign. But since then, they, they really have got their act together. And I mean, when you look back over their form before that, I mean, there was a couple of, uh, a couple of friendlies, one against Uzbekistan and one against United Arab Emirates, which they, uh, they were on the, the, the wrong end of. But, Previous to that, they've beaten Belarus, they've beaten Slovakia uh, twice, um, they've beaten Azerbaijan and they've beaten Moldova. So, I mean, they've come up against teams, I mean, you know, Slovakia are no, no mugs really. They've come up teams sort of matched to what you, if, I mean, if you were going to pick teams out of, out of Europe and put Kazakhstan against them, I suppose, you know, you'd say that these teams are sort of evenly matched and, and they've turned them all over. But, as I, as I said, their, their most recent form in our qualifying group has been fantastic. So I think for us to go there, it's, uh, we're going to need to have our wits about us. I mean, um, it's easy for anybody to say, well, we're Finland, we should be beating Kazakhstan. But as I've hopefully just explained, it's, um, it's, I don't think it's really a, a, fore, a foregone conclusion because, yeah, they're, uh, they don't seem too bad of a side. No, they're scoring goals. A table. I mean, you mentioned table, so that's that's worth just running through. Finland first nine points. Kazakhstan second with nine points. Denmark third with seven. Slovenia fourth with seven. So it's all all goal difference at the moment. Then it's Northern Ireland fifth with three points, and San Marino bottom with nil point. Um, Rich, I know I'm dropping you in it here, but I've already done that to Keke tonight, so you don't see why I should let you off. Uh, any idea on the uh, current rankings for the for the teams? Um, no, I don't actually. It's funny since um, they've changed the rankings a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know; it's more than that, wasn't it? It was about ten years ago. They they changed the structure. I'm gonna have a quick look. I think um, what we had was that they changed a while back uh, the, the way the calculation were made but I mean effectively because Finland are currently 55th Kazakhstan 104th yeah right so okay. that's wow. you know they're, they're currently yeah, between Belarus and Kosovo so it's um I mean they're, they're performing above their weights I know that there's an alternative ranking structure that some people use ELO but um the FIFA one's the kind of the recognized one anyway mm. but um but yeah 104 and I mean, they weren't, I think they might have been the fourth seeds in that group, possibly. Mm. Yeah, so it's so again, you know, tough. And, and they've shown already that with the results that they've done, they're you know, beating Denmark would have gotten some big points anyway. But um, yeah, I'm sure by the end of this campaign, they'll have picked up a few more. Yeah, that was certainly the fly in the ointment for everyone in the group, really, wasn't it? It's what made everything so tight, um, which is which is great and keeps it, exciting at least for at least for four teams 
obviously, as I said, you know, it was our it was our thumping of San Marino that's that's seen us go top of the group. But you did say that Kazakhstan are, are scoring goals. I mean, they are scoring goals, but they're not they're not limited to one goal scorer. They they've spread them around the side. There's a there's a couple of well three players on on two goals in this campaign, and um, and a, another two who have chipped in with one apiece. I mean, um, yeah, there's uh, you've got Ambetov. <laughs> um, Tagia Bergen and um, Zainuti Dinov, who uh, have all got two apiece. And um, I'm not going to pretend to know anything else about those guys apart from they no, scored two yeah, goals. Above, and, I, and I'm struggling to pronounce their surname. Above and beyond. But, um, I, I've put the I put the squad pictures in the in the blog post, and the reason I referred to that earlier is that all of the names are written in their own alphabet so i got no idea what any of their names are they probably won't be written like that on the back of their shirts so it it was and it was the only pictures i could find to try and help keke and uh ali prepare for this so i think you've you've done a sterling job there um and we should keep keep an eye out for those those players maybe you can send me the the um their names and I'll add them into the blog yeah. post so that people people can oh, just really. find them and keep an eye out for them. I mean, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I can't, I can't profess to be any more of an expert on Kazakh football than I've already explained. But, um, but I don't know, you know, is this stadium going to be full? Are 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 Astana Kazakh locals bang into this? I don't know, but obviously it, it is a it is a long way from home. It's not the easiest place to get to. I. I personally know um, three Finland fans who, who have travelled, um, who will be there, and I'm sure they they won't be alone. I'm sure there'll be a few more, but um, but yeah, I, as I say, I personally know three who have who have actually travelled or travelling from from Finland to go to to Kazakhstan away. A um, couple of which was enjoying the uh, Independence Day celebrations in is it Kyrgyzstan or some place okay. another. Central okay. Asian Republic yeah. that begins with K, but um, one, yeah, one of the stands, or, yeah, yeah, one of the stands, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we have obviously a couple of fans there who are going to be um, going to be full of voice, but but yeah, it, I, 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 honestly, I, I don't think it's going to be. It's not well. We've seen it's it's not going to be a walkover. So we got mm. we got to keep our heads down, concentrate, get through those first sort of ten or fifteen minutes, and um, and try and stamp our authority on the game because. You know, truly speaking, as Rich has explained with the FIFA rankings, we we should be the better side. So, I mean, and you want to come away from here. It's a tough away game, but you want to come away from here with with a three points, don't you? Well, we do. We'll come to predictions at the end. I'm going to jot down what everyone says, and then we'll see if we know anything about anything <laughs> or prove what we suspect the opposite. Um, Ali. What about Denmark? So that's Kazakhstan on Thursday, the 7th. Then on Sunday, Denmark at home at the Olympic Stadium. Now, this was this was easier to um, research because there are some familiar names there and their names are written in... Well, there's one English. Or two strange, well, one or two strange letters, but, you know, it's, at least we can read it. So, Ali, <laughs> over to you. What did you find out? And why did you want to why did you want to review this or preview this game anyway? Uh, well, I mean, I wanted to preview the game because I will be at the game uh, on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to that, uh, first and foremost. Um, I also want to say hats off to Keke there for uh, some really good in-depth <laughs> research there, I think. Really good yeah. in-depth flannelin. 
Yeah, absolutely. We're having fun and learning. <laughs> yeah, which is a, a good combination. Um, I'll start off with um with the positive with, with Denmark from a Finnish perspective at least. Um, Denmark have been quite regularly in the top ten of the FIFA rankings, mostly for the last sort of three or four years. Um, they're brilliant in the Euros. Um, two years ago now. Um, and they were absolutely rubbish at the World Cup. So that's always good to to hold on to. Now for the thing that might get us a little bit worried. Uh, I worked out we could the, the Danish team, you can have at least two very strong 11s. And yeah, I, I mean, just going down the list, you know, you've got, uh, well, Christian Eriksen, who I'm sure if he plays on Sunday, he'll get, you know, a, a really good ovation from the whole stadium, I would imagine. Uh, hopefully just at the beginning and then we can, I don't know, boo him for <laughs> the rest of the 90. <laughs> yeah. We don't want him to play too well. Um, and then players like Thomas Delaney, Mikael Damsgaard, who's at Brentford, who hasn't really played particularly much at Brentford, but is still a good player. I mean, Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. Uh, I mean, from a Man United point of view, from, from myself, I'm interested to see if Rasmus Hoyland plays uh, he played 20 minutes for United yesterday um and did more than Martial did in 60 minutes but that's mm. also not saying much um Casper Schmeichel is about to I believe sign for Anderlecht uh okay. but maybe his mind hasn't been totally on football because he's just had his contract terminated at Nice so maybe he's upset about leaving the south of France and having to go to Brussels. I mean, I'm trying to find something here. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, one one thing is that they've, they've all their points, they've dropped their points um, away mm. in this competition. So they lost, lost away to Kazakhstan and drew away to Slovenia. They have, and particularly that draw against Slovenia, you know, eyebrows were raised. I think we were expecting Denmark to go there and win. And that was one of the results where you think, oh, wow, this isn't really going to be a, Denmark win the group and everyone just battles it out for the second. Mm. Um, Denmark go to Helsinki on Sunday needing the points just as much as we do. So I would imagine they're going to really go for it. Um, I, I, I would imagine that Finland have been looking at this fixture for a long, long time, have a plan for Denmark. Um, I think if, I mean, we talk about our, the spine of the Finnish team being the strength, um, that central midfield battle is going to be absolutely key. Um, whoever, you know, wins that will probably win win the game. Uh, and yeah, I, I think the the other slightly concerning thing with Denmark, I will finish on on a positive. Uh, I, I promise. Again, I started with a positive. You know, the constructive and the, you know, the worrying bits in the middle, and then I'll finish on a positive, uh, is that obviously Denmark can they've they've got a really strong bench, a really strong 22, as I've sort of alluded to earlier. They've got players like Jesper Lindstrom, who's just signed for Napoli, um, who aren't a bad team either. Jonas Vind, who plays in the Bundesliga, I think with Wolfsburg, has scored quite a few goals already this season. Um, so they they can hurt us um in several ways. However, I do think that their defense is definitely on the uh definitely on the, the older side now with Simon Kia and Andreas Christensen 
that they're not what they were a couple of years ago. So I really think, you know, whether it's Puki and Poyampalo or whoever is playing up front, I still think that Finland can cause them problems. Well, others have been causing them problems, haven't they? So there's clearly yeah. something not quite right there. And like you said, I, I had them going deep into the World Cup last <laughs> last year and they, they let me down badly. Rich? Um, yeah, I mean, going back to the, the first match of the group, which um, Denmark won 3-1 against Finland. And, and Hoyland, I think to a lot of people who don't watch much football out of their own kind of domain, which I've kind of grown to become as I've got older, um, he very much was a surprise player. I think um, no one expected him. He scored a hat-trick. Um, yeah. and, and, and I mean, to be brutally honest, Lukas Fredetsky kept Finland in that game up until that point, I think he scored his second goal in the 82 minutes, I think 82, 83 minutes. Mm. Um, yep. Lucas Radetzky had an absolute blinder that night um, to keep it at one all after after Antman had scored the equaliser. Um, but I think now with Hoyland, I think that element of surprise has gone um, in that sort of six months since that game. Um, he'd been playing for Atalanta, he went to Man United and, and his first appearance yesterday, he came on looked fairly promising um, in, a, in that game. And and I think, like Ali said, if they continue that form from the World Cup, because this isn't the team that did so well two years ago, and there have been a lot of changes. And I think that the Finland side seemed to be, you know, they were going through a period of flux six months ago, still that defence. And mm. and I think now with the, the the better options up front, you've got Ant-Man, who's obviously scored in that game. Hawkins is there. If Robert Taylor features, you know, I mean, he didn't play for Inter Miami last night, but he's the the golden boy, as it were, at the moment as well. Um, you know, Pookie's now getting into his goal scoring form in the US, and and Poy and Palace still yeah. doing well. So, so I think, um, in an attacking sense, Finland are in a better shape than they were six months ago. Yeah, in the form of someone like Taylor, you'd, you'd have to imagine that River wants to harness that surely that a player doing so well for his club playing with such kind of stars around him he must be buzzing confidence wise and and that can only benefit Finland uh Ali yeah just to sort of carry on from what Rich was saying um about Denmark and you know we alluded to the fact that the World Cup did not go to plan you know even in those 18 months between the Euros and, and and the World Cup, the biggest thing that I sort of took away from that Denmark team is the legs and the midfield are really starting to go now. I mean, Christian Eriksen, for obvious reasons, struggles to play 90 minutes. Uh, Hoiberg is, yeah, his legs are going. That's why Tottenham wanted to ship him out. Thomas Delaney has had a real fall from grace uh, in the in terms of the clubs that he's been playing for. So I think, you know, get some youthful legs in that middle of the park and we we could really get at them. So what do we what what do we think about Rivers' selections for these two games? They're they're both going to be challenging games. There's not any any games where you'd want to start and say, oh, we can like like Denmark are playing San Marino on Thursday, so they they need the points, but they you know that's a that's a relatively easy game. We've got two really difficult games. Do you think that the the lineup or the formation will be similar in both? Will we play to our strengths or will we react to what the op- opponents might do? I, 
have a feeling that Puki will start against Kazakhstan um, on Thursday night. Um, he's on the kind of, even at his advanced years, he's gone to MLS. He's, you know, the goals he's scoring are Timu Puki textbook goals. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think as, a, as an away option against the team that will be looking at Finland, thinking we can get a result here, um, Finland will have to play on the break a little bit. And I think playing on the shoulder, um, whether he's played with Poyan Palo or someone more of a, a runner with him, some like Hawkins or Ant-Man, I don't know. But um, but I think that's kind of probably what's going to happen, I think. And, and I mean, the rest of the spine of the team is going to be fairly settled. I think that mm. the three at the back, um, Jensen, um, Ivanov, and again, whether that's going to be Thomas or um, Hoskinen, he quite likes Hoskinen, really. Um, and whether they'll be the three that start. And then Schuller, who's been in excellent form still in Sweden, he should start both games. I, I don't, I'm not sure if Kamara will start against Kazakhstan, but I think uh, he will play at least once. But um, why, why not, Rich? I, I just feel like I mean he's had seven minutes of competitive football mm-hmm. in months. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean I he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't even training with the Rangers first team. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were that set on getting rid of him or getting money for mm-hmm. him. He, he he was banished off to train with the under twenty ones, like you know. So I think he will feature at some point, same as Rich. But yeah, I don't know if it, a starting berth is 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 it what he can manage at the moment. Yeah, and I think again that the wing backs are going to be fairly interchangeable. To be honest, um, you know, Rive knows what he needs. I mean, um, Jerry Urenen should play from the left. I think he's a little bit more solid defensively than the others, but I think he's. Um, but other than that, and again, wing backs going to be a tiring role. I don't know what the weather in Kazakhstan in September is like. It sounds like an old MI five spy novel kind of code, but I think. Um, You'd imagine that the two who start at wing back on on Thursday will be rested and replaced and rotated for the for the Denmark game, but I think the the spine of the team is going to be fairly similar. It's just a case of how does he integrate um, Kamara Taylor. I think they're the the two in the midfield because Taylor's been coming in off the left for Miami. Um, will he do that as a more advanced player, or will he play a bit more centrally? I don't know, but I, I'd be surprised if Taylor doesn't start one of those games as well. The weather in Astana on Thursday should be 18 degrees and overcast. It's perfect Ooh, for the Finland players. Yeah, yeah it certainly will. Hey, um, Ali, what about um, Kevin Kuasivi Benison? What kind of fullback is he? He's one that likes to bomb forward. Um, right. Yeah, I can't remember who. Um, who mentioned it might have been rich about getting sent off yeah it was the carabag game um the second leg that he had two very quick yellow cards um i think the first one was quite harsh second one probably deserved it but um every time i've seen him he really likes to to bomb forward um however he does have <laughs> a, a few frailties going backwards as a lot of you know quite a few modern day fullbacks do but He's young, he's he's quick, he's got a lot of energy. Um and I mean, I, I think he could be a stronger alternative than Alho if we need a goal, for example. I mean, I don't want to bash him too much. We've kind of gone into him a few times over the over the last few um Finland podcasts. But yeah, I I, I think he could be a, a good option, at least, you know. We're not always blessed with wing backs again, as we mentioned quite a bit. Why not 
throw him into the deep end. He played really well last Thursday uh, when I saw him live um, against um, Constanta. So, um, yeah, why not keep up the momentum and start him? Or, yeah, or maybe one to bring on with, with that pace and a bit of legs towards the end just to mm. add a little something as well. Rive, Rive seems to really like Alho. I mean, um, I, haven't, I haven't got a major problem with Alho. He, he is what he is, you know. He's um, he, he's he's been around a while. He's 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 all right going forward. He's he's not bad going forward. He's you know maybe not not so great defensively, but we we all know that, and that's that's been the case with our wing backs for a while. But um, yeah, but River seems to like him, so I, I think Alho will possibly feature. Um, Khan Kairin then has been playing well in in um, Czech Republic for for Sparta. Um, I think he's he's yet to really show us what he can do in a Finland shirt. I would say. I mean, he um, he's chipping in with goals and assists for for Sparta Prague on a sort of weekly basis. But I think yeah, I think we we need to see. If I'm being ultra critical, I think we need to see a bit little bit more from him in a, in a national team jersey. But you know, this this week might be the week. But um, just one more point I wanted to make with uh, with Ali going to the game. Um, obviously, Finland have to travel back from Kazakhstan. I don't know if that'll come into play. It's mm-hmm. what is it? Uh, what day are they playing? Thursday and Thursday. Then, yes. what, Thursday and then Sunday. Yeah. So you know, it's it's quite mm. quite a quick turnaround. But um, but yeah, Ali will be in that Olympic Stadium, that sold out Olympic Stadium, along with thirty. Five odd thousand other screaming nutters. So, um, so yeah, it should. Uh, it's it. You know, Finnish football is alive and kicking, mate. It's um, it's going from from strength to strength at the minute. As I um, as I witnessed myself last week when I was trying to get me Slovenia away ticket. What a palaver that was. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's good. That, it's good that the stadium sold out. And if, you know, if um, if we if we can get a result against Denmark, the more the better. Rich, did you want to come back on that um, point about whether you can play for two countries? Um, yeah, so the rule was around age. So you, okay. if you're over 21, which he is, uh, KKB yes. is, then um, then you can't change once you've played a competitive fixture. If you if you're under if you're under 21, I think you can play four games and then change. Wow! But if you're, yeah. but if you're no, over no, 21, yeah. That's that's great. So there you go, pedants. We're all correct. So I think it's that time to make some predictions, boys. Now, I did uh, I did get something from Rich early because I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to join us, but I haven't written them down yet. So let's start with you, Rich. What are you What are you thinking? Kazakhstan, Finland. Um, I I'm going to be conservative for this game and say one one. That's, I don't think that's a bad shout. And um, what about for the Finland-Denmark game? I think 1-0 to Finland. Okay. Uh, who's next? Ali. I'm going uh, 2-1 to Finland against Kazakhstan. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling there's going to be a late goal in that one. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go and be a little bit more conservative and take the one-one draw, Finland Denmark on Sunday. Yep. Okay. And Keke. Well, I'm wearing a Lucas Rodetsky shirt today, so I'm I'm banking on 
I'm banking on a couple of clean sheets. <laughs> okay. I'm banking on a couple of clean sheets from from Luke. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two 0 away at Kazakhstan to Finland. Okay, it's bold. And then one 0 at home. And nervy. It's gonna be nervy. We're gonna be on the edge of our seats. Ali won't have any fingernails left. <laughs> but but I mean, as Rich said, Radetzky had a blinder against them. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make a few saves, and we're gonna nick that one one nil. And you'd have taken all the sort of nice low scoring ones. I don't want to. Well, you be... can have, you can have five <laughs> I could have. So I'm gonna go for. I mean, listen, you... Kazakhstan score, but they concede as well. Yeah, so, I'm, know, I'm 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 typing two. it in now. Kazakhstan two, Finland three. Ooh, eight, what? I tell you what, I was expecting 3 0 against San Marino and six went flying in. So, you know, I, well, you know. Well, listen, Mark, we'll have a couple of euros on that, mate. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Can I pay by mobile pay? Does that work over there? Probably not. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, I, I think I am going to go 1 1 for the home game, though, because oh. I. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. So, um, so three. I, I've, I'm predicting four points for Finland. Ali's predicting four points for Finland. Keke's gone big balls and predicting six points, <laughs> and Rich has gone for four as well. So, um, we're 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 actually uh, from among all of us, we should one of us should have predicted something right by the <laughs> by the time we get to Sunday <laughs> evening. Let's hope so. Correctly predict scores. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Um, anyone have anything else to add before we before we wrap up? I, I think one thing I'll shout, as Keke mentioned, around the um, the Denmark game being sold out, the the Northern Ireland game, which is in it's the final home game mm. in uh, on seventeenth of November. They've already sold over twenty thousand tickets for that. Yeah, bear in mind that's uh, two and a half months away, and it's going to be Incredible, cold, isn't it? I don't know what day <laughs> the 17th is, but uh, yeah, it's going to be cold. And um, yeah, I think um, the Kazakhstan game in October, I think that I haven't seen the latest figure, but the last one I saw comparing the two were fairly similar. So I'd imagine if Finland do well in this round, then uh, the, the those who are hedging their bets will come rushing out the woodwork and fill the Palolita Christmas party covers. Yeah, you've got to, <laughs> you've got to think that, that the success will... Um, will kind of drive more people there. And we were there, weren't we there in October uh, when we all met up a few years ago? Yeah, that, was, France, that, was yeah. that was November. Yeah, and it was quite mild yeah. that day. I had me, I had me was un- sheepskin boots on and, you know, it was, <laughs> I mean, jacket was undone, my shirt, not shirt off, but, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, everything was unzipped. It wasn't, a, mm. it wasn't cold. So bring it on, bring on November. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure I'll be in touch with you guys during the during the next week, and then I guess we probably have to get together quite soon after the Denmark game, possibly Monday next week. Let's not let's not plan our schedule live on the show. We can do that during the next few days. But listener, we will be back after the games and uh, and have a look back and see if we know anything about football, um, let alone <laughs> Finnish football. Um, the the blog post has got um, 
links to things that we've been referring to and tables and results and squad listings and things like that so wherever you're watching and listening just have a have a little look down below and you'll see the link to the uh to the latest blog post but i reckon until next time thanks for listening to the the finnish football show and uh goodbye to keke kitos kitos nick and me goodbye to ali kitos hey hey and goodbye to rich and uh have a good shift mate hey hey off to work You've been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and also on Instagram. See the links in the episode description. You can also connect with the five hosts on Twitter, at ExploreFinland, at FCSwarmy, at EscapeToSwarmy, at Kekimulari and at Mano99. Links to the Finnish Football Show merch stores are also in the episode description.